Welcome to the radio program, Why Paul? Bringing and interpreting the doctrine Jesus Christ presented through the Apostle Paul. Your hosts are Michael R. Mix and Michelle Mix of 14th Street Ministries. We are here to bring you the answers found in 2 Timothy, verse 2, and encourage you to teach and share this program with others. Now, here are your hosts, Michael Mix and Michelle Mix. Welcome back. Uh, glad to have everyone here. Uh, I am your host, Michelle Mix. I'm your host, uh, Michael Mix. And I'm your host, Pam Lampton. And today, uh, looks like we're now to Romans 6. Uh, so we're going to um, work on that. And then when we go to break and come back, then we're going to ask um, have some questions. Pam, you always bring some good questions for mm-hmm. us to go over. Uh, so you want to go ahead and open in prayer? Yes. Dear Heavenly Father, I want to thank you so much for your mercy, your grace, and your salvation. I want to thank you, Lord, that you have brought us through another year, Lord, and given us the grace that we need to um, follow through on our spiritual walk. I want to thank you, Lord, for most of all for your deliverance and your deliverance from sin. And Lord, the power that we can have in our in our lives to um, conquer um, the unknown. And Lord, we know that this year has been uncertain and there's been many things that have come into each of our lives and uh, many of our listeners and different people that we have in our families and um, friends. Lord, we want to thank you for your love and your, your grace, Lord. Please be with the listeners today as we go through scripture. Help them to learn from your word and the power of, of your, of your um, salvation, Lord. In your name we pray. Amen. Amen. Okay, today's uh, lesson, we're in um, Romans 6. And uh, the subject is deliverance from the power of indwelling sin. We've been delivered from that. And that's by the union with Christ in death and resurrection. So it's very important to consider the cross, the death, the burial, and the resurrection, because that is where the power is. I'll start with um, Romans 6, uh, 1 through 6. What shall we say then? Shall we continue in sin that grace may abound? God forbid. How shall we that are dead to sin live any longer therein, knowing ye not that so many of us as were baptized into Jesus Christ were baptized into his death. This baptism is a spiritual baptism, okay? Therefore, we are buried with him by baptism into death, that like as Christ was raised up from the dead by the glory of the Father, even so we also should walk in newness of life. For if we have been planted together in the likeness of his death, we shall be also in the likeness of his resurrection. Knowing this, that our old man is crucified with Christ, that the body of sin might be destroyed, that henceforth we should not serve sin. Okay. Okay. Um, And I like what verse four says there that at the end, we walk in newness of life. Mm -hmm. That's, that's through Christ. 
Yeah, we have to we have to have the mind of Christ to understand who we are in Christ. Mm-hmm. I have um, Romans twelve three through six. For I say, though the grace given unto me to every man that is among you, not to think of himself more highly than he ought to think, but to think soberly according to God, according as God hath dealt to every man the measure of faith. For as we have many members in one body, and all members have not the same office, so we being many are one body in Christ, and every one members of one another. Having then the gift, having then gifts differing according to the grace that is given to us, whether prophecy, let us prophesy according to the proportion of the faith. Okay. And, in, and in today's, when you, when you talk about the gifts of the, uh, in the body of Christ, mm-hmm. the gifts are, are um, uh, evangelism and preaching and teaching. Prophesying and uh, apostleship has gone since now we have the Word of God in the Bible. So it's uh, evangelism, preaching, and teaching. Mm-hmm. Okay. And also, since we're uh, talking talking about the deliverance from the power of indwelling sin, um, I have Ephesians four twenty two through twenty four that ye put off concerning the former conversation the old man, which is corrupt according to the deceitful lust, and be renewed in the spirit of your mind, and that ye put on the new man, which after God is created in righteousness and true holiness. Yeah, we, um, the reason we study sound doctrine is to get rid of all the old ideas and traditions that we have in our mind, things that we've been taught, things of the world. We put in sound doctrine so we can rely on it and know how to walk in the Word the way God wants us to. So we learn sound doctrine, we get rid of the trash, and we put in the good. And also to further help us to know what to do, uh, Colossians 3, 8 through 14 says, But now ye also put off all these, anger, wrath, malice, blasphemy, filthy communication out of your mouth. Lie not one to another, seeing that ye have put off the old man with his deeds. And have put on the new man, which is renewed in knowledge after the image of him that he created. Where, uh, where there is neither Greek nor Jew, circumcision or uncircumcision, barbarian, Scythian, bond nor free, but Christ is all and in, in all. Put on, therefore, as the elect of God, holy and beloved, Bowels of mercy, kindness, humbleness of mind, meekness, long-suffering, forbearing one another, and forgiving one another, if any man have a quarrel against any, even as Christ forgave you, so also do ye. And above all these things put on charity, which is the bond of perfectness. Yeah, when he says charity, he means love. So put on love. We should love one another as Christ loved us. 
Okay, I'll go to... Um, now, how would... Um, there's a lot of um, verbs in here that we put off. Anger, wrath, malice, blasphemy, filthy communication. Put off the old deeds. Um, and And I'm coming from a question that people have asked before. Okay, so... Wouldn't anybody consider these works that you're doing? You're doing this yourself. Uh, doing what ourselves? That you have to work to put off all this. Wasn't that taken care of? I'm asking in a, in a way that I I know the answer, but I'm pro- probing here. Well, we're we're not saved by works. Christ, it's it's the works of Christ that saves us. Mm-hmm. But we are we are saved to work. Right. And these are these are things that uh, that we should be cut off from, right? And these are de- these are natural. Um, these are things that we know are wrong. Um, so I think our question today is going to answer these too. That we do put off. Mm-hmm. We we come up to a temptation of anger. We do come yeah. up to intention of, of bitterness, malice, revenge. Should but we, we have to remember? Yeah, yeah we, we have to remember. Somebody? Yeah, it's, it's self-control. It's it's a part of maturity. Is is to be mature in the word and and understand our responsibility and and what God expects of us right. as as part of the body of Christ. All righty. We'll go back to uh, Romans 6, 7 through 10. Okay. For he that is dead is freed from sin. Now, if we be dead with Christ, we believe that we shall also live with him, knowing that Christ, being raised from the dead, dieth no more. Death hath no more dominion over him. For in, for in that he died, he died unto sin one time, once. But in that he liveth, he liveth unto God. So he died one time, and that's it. When we, when, when we become believers, when we believe the gospel, we believe, we understand that we're sinners. We believe that Jesus Christ, the Son of God, died on the cross, shed his blood. He was buried and rose again. And now sits at the right hand of God. If we truly believe that in our hearts, then we follow, we're baptized into his death, burial, and resurrection. And that's how we become a part of that. Mm-hmm. Instantly. Yes. Okay. By faith. By faith, right. And not by works, by faith and faith alone. Mm-hmm. Um, how about um, Hebrews 10, um, verses 10 through 14? Okay. By the which we, by the which will we are sanctified through the offering of the body of Jesus Christ once for all. Refers back to the once for all. Mm-hmm. And every priest standeth daily ministering and offering oftentimes the same sacrifices which can never take away sins. But this man, after he offered one sacrifice for sins forever sat down on the right hand of God for henceforth expecting till his enemy be made 
his footstool. For by the offering he hath perfected for forever them that are sanctified. Yeah, and, and what he's talking about is the Jews. And uh, in times past, you had to uh, keep track of your sins. And when you sinned, you had to make a sacrifice. You sin again, then you make another sacrifice. You had to go to the priest and he would sacrifice an animal or whatever for those sins. And as, as after the cross, there's only one sacrifice, and that's Christ, and that's once and for all. Yeah, and that's how the ele- verse 11 and 12 really stand out because it's really, you know, breaking that down um, to that it's not by the works. It's not by that works of, it says, the priest standeth daily ministering and often offering oftentimes the same sacrifices, which can never take away sin. But this one man had offered one sacrifice for sins forever. To me, that really stands out. Mm -hmm. And that was for the sins of the world. Yes. When Christ died on the cross, he died for the sins from Adam to the last person being born. All those sins are gone. Mm -hmm. And And and, Go ahead. And 14, um, for by one offering he hath perfected forever them that are sanctified, being sanctified, being set apart. Right. And to set something apart kind of gives the picture of um, something pure, clean. Mm-hmm. I, I set it apart. I don't want people to touch it. You know, if I clean something special in my house and I don't want my kids to touch it, I'll put it, I'll set it aside. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's set aside for a certain purpose, for mm-hmm. a purpose. Okay. By counting the old life to be dead and by yielding to the new life in Christ. In 11, uh, let me read 11, um, Romans 6, 11 through 13. Likewise, reckon ye also yourselves to be dead indeed unto sin, but alive unto God through Jesus Christ our Lord. Let not sin therefore reign in your mortal bodies that ye should obey it in the lust thereafter. Um, The, when, when, you become a, when, you, when you become a believer, sin no longer has dominion over you, but it does have an influence on you. So we do have a choice. Uh, we have a choice whether we sin or not. So, like I say, uh, you're in bondage before your salvation. After your salvation, you're no longer bound by those sins and by that sin nature. It's been cut off. Mm-hmm. But it does influence you. Okay, I'll go ahead and read that. Yeah, 13. how about? Go ahead. Romans eight eighteen. Okay. For I reckon that the suffering of this present time are not worthy to be compared with the glory which shall be revealed unto us, revealed unto us. Yeah, and that glory is uh, when when the rapture comes, and then we'll see the full scope. When we're in heaven, we'll see the full scope of that glory. Just like in uh, Romans 3.23, it says, For all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. That's right, Dan. That means all means all, right? 
Mm-hmm. Okay. Everybody alike? Just alike. Everybody's have, the same. And we all have to come to salvation exactly the same way, whether you're a Jew or a Gentile. Yes. Okay. Let's go to Romans 6, um, 13. Neither yield ye your members as instruments of unrighteousness unto sin, but yield yourselves unto God as those that are alive from the dead and your members as instruments of righteousness unto God. And then, um, then we'll go on, on into uh, my deliverance from the law through death and by the Spirit. So we're delivered, we're delivered from this body of sin, from a body of sin of death. We're delivered from that by the Spirit and by death. We, we had to die, and then the Spirit delivers us. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Um, how about Romans 8, 2? Okay. For the law of the Spirit of life in Christ Jesus had made me free from the law of sin and death. Refers back to our free, we're free from the law of death. Yeah, we, we, yeah we, th- we think that we're, before we're saved, we think we're free, but we're not. We're in bondage. But Christ came to give us liberty and freedom. Mm-hmm. And and we can wake up in the morning knowing that we're free from the sin nature. Yes. Just okay. like what it says in the 14. Yeah, I'll go ahead and read uh, Romans 6, uh, 14 through 19. For sin shall not have dominion over you, for ye are not under the law, but under grace. You cannot take grace and mix it with law there's there are two separate things there's no way that grace if you put grace into law and into law it becomes law so there's law and there's grace if you put yourself under the law then you should be judged by the law if you put yourself under grace it's a gift of god and to righteousness that, and with that thought we're going to go into break And when we come back, we're going to hear a question, and then we'll also come back to um, Romans 6. Uh, So we'll see you right after break. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. 14th Street Ministries is a listener-supported ministry. Your donations are most appreciated. You can make donations on our website at 14thstreetministries.com. Our goal is to preach the gospel to a lost and dying world. Our message is to lift the believer, teaching sound doctrine by rightly dividing the word of truth. We are a grace ministry. You can reach out to us by calling 314-243-3779 or by contacting us on the web at 14thstreetministries.com or follow our Facebook page. Look for 14th Street Online Bible Study. What's the difference between leaders who achieve exceptional results with ease and those who struggle to keep up? 
Tune in for Leading on Purpose with Nicole Bendeley. You'll discover the simple practices that are making the biggest difference to a leader's success today. You'll meet leaders who are bringing out the best in their teams. You'll gain practical strategies to lead yourself and others to high performance with ease. Leading on Purpose airs live Mondays at 3 p.m. Eastern Time, noon Pacific, on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for the keywords Voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our timeline. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for Voice America. are listening to the radio program why paul if you'd like to participate in today's program call in to 1-888-346-9141 that's 1-888-346-9141 or send an email to michael r mix at 14th street ministries.com now back to why paul all right welcome back i'm your host michelle mix i'm your host uh, michael mix and I'm your host, Pam Lampton. And Pam, word to you. You always bring us interesting questions uh, that you hear from, um, you know, people through our Facebook um, asking questions. Uh, so what question did you bring us today? Well, we have a question um, today that basically really goes with our lesson. Um, and what they want to know, what does it mean to be dead to sin? What does dead to sin mean? Mm-hmm. Which I thought was really a good question. Um, the phrase dead to sin actually comes from Romans 6.11, which we're in Romans 6. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, good, good timing for that question. Yes, it is. Romans 6.11, Likewise, reckon ye also yourselves to be dead indeed unto sin, but alive unto God through Jesus Christ our Lord. And it says here the, um, the contrast is made to be dead to sin is to be alive to God in Christ Jesus. And those who have come to the faith in Jesus are no longer to allow sin to control their lives. It's the idea of um, they're dead to sin. Mm-hmm. And instead of we offer ourselves to God to serve for His purposes— and when I think of um, being a servant to the Lord, it's not a servant who is under servitude mm-hmm. from a dictator, but it's a, a self-volunteer servant out of love. So the dead to sin is sin was ratif- ratified at the cross, Mm-hmm. under the atonement of Christ. Um, so, so you can't have both. You can't be, you know, you, you have to have, you have to be dead to sin to, to live. Right. So that's what um, Romans 6, 11 is saying. It says, you also yourselves are to be dead indeed to sin. We're dead to sin. Christ has done that by basically nullifying the law because mm-hmm. it's through him and he has sacrificed 
for our sins. He was the sacrifice. We were talking about the priest and, you know, we daily going to make a schedule of all the little sins that we've done yeah. and they'd have to have a sacrifice, but it's once for all was mm-hmm. through Christ. Yeah. Um, yeah, go ahead. Well, I, I was going to say you can expand on that in Romans 12. Okay. Before I read Romans 12, uh, Romans 12, 1 through 2, maybe I can give you an example of um, being dead to sin. You take a man and woman, they get married. And in the vows, it says, till death do we part. So you take sin, the sin nature, and the law. So, so for you, an example is you're married to the law, and the law says the law can't love you. It can't help you. The only thing the law can do is condemn you. But you're married to the law. The law says you're going to die, and you're going to suffer the wrath of God. So the only way to get, to get away from that law is to die. So just like in a marriage, when a, uh, when a, married, when a couple is married and one of them die, then he's free from that marriage. So what happens to a believer is he's married to the law, he dies, and now he's married to another, which is Jesus Christ. So he's alive and new. And, of course, back in the vows, again, it says, till death do you part. Once you're married to Christ, in that sense, there's no death. You never part. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. so you have to die to remarry. Yes. You have to die to live. Yeah, that's right. Christ died so we would live, too. Mm -hmm. But we Mm -hmm. join him at the cross in that death. Read 12, um, 1 through 2. I beseech you, therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that ye present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy, acceptable unto God, which is your reasonable service. Remember, if the Bible's telling you to do something, that means you can do it, okay? Mm-hmm. God doesn't give us something we can't do because he's given us all the, all the instruments and everything so that we're able to do these. And be not conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind that you may prove what is the good and acceptable and perfect will of God. We want to... We study the word and sound doctrines who will know how to walk in the way that God wants us to walk. Okay. Yeah, I like the phrase living sacrifice because it is it is a contradictory um, thinking because when something's sacrificed, you think of death. Mm-hmm. When a living sacrifice, it talks about that we are now living in Christ as a living sacrifice to unto him, through him. Mm-hmm. And um, as we are dead to sin, we are now alive in Christ. And the emphasis here is living a different life as a result of God's salvation. But we no longer follow the pattern of this world. And like he said, which is your reasonable service, basically saying, doesn't that sound reasonable that Christ died for you? Mm-hmm. You're now dead to sin he died because of sin, 
your sins are covered. Now, isn't it more reasonable to live your life for him? Yeah, and we're not doing it because we're demanded to do it. We, we're doing it out of love, out of his love for us and what he's done for us. We have no other desire but to, to do his will. In reality, it does come natural. It mm-hmm. should come natural. You have a new spirit, a new, you are a new creature. You are yeah. a new creation. Yeah, brand new humanity. So, uh, and, and to add to that question, so to be dead to sin, does it not mean we are sinless? We still, we still have the sin nature, but we can choose not to sin. So we do have a choice. We can't say, well, we take drugs because we have to. Or we do this because we have to. It's because uh, we do it because we're disobedient. That does It means that we can stop the sinning, mm-hmm. but we have to remember that we're still in in this body that has the sin nature. Yeah, um, Dad, could you read um, Romans seven nineteen through twenty? Okay. I think Paul made it clear there that we do continue to struggle with temptation and sin, but we also, before we were saved and before we came to Christ, we had sin and it was basically our nature. Yeah, we were um, bound. We were bound. So, mm-hmm. it, we, we talk about like dog instincts and well, the, that's our instinct and they don't know any better. Um, at that point, you don't. Yeah, we were doing what's natural to a man that has the sin nature. We we were born sinners, so because we were born sinners, we sin. Mm-hmm. Right. So, let me read this. Um, I want to go uh, do uh, 15 through 25. Okay. okay. For that which I do, for that which I do, I allow not. And it's kind of a tongue twister, but mm-hmm. for what I would, that do I not. But what I hate, that I do. If then I do that which I would not, I consent unto the law that that it is good. Now then, it is no more I that do it, but sin that dwelleth in me. So Paul's saying, I've got this war going on inside of me, and I know what's sin. He says, the true me, the real me, that's not me doing that, it's it's the sin nature. For I know that in me, that is in my flesh, dwelleth no good thing. For to will is present with me. But how to perform that which is good, I find not. For the good that I would, I do not. But the evil which I would not, that I do. Now if, now if I do that, I would not, it is no more I that do it, but sin that is dwelleth in me. I find then a law that when I would do good, evil is present with me. For I delight in the law of God after the inward man. But I see another law in my members, warring against the law of my mind, and bringing me unto captivity to the law of sin, which is in my members. O wretched man that I am, who shall deliver me from this body of death? Now he's asking, okay, how am I going to get out of this? And Mm -hmm. the answer is, 
I thank God through Jesus Christ our Lord. So then, with the mind, I myself serve the law of God, but with the flesh, the law of sin. So he's talking about renewing his mind. He's, he knows that sin nature is there. He, he knows and he can conquer that sin nature by through Christ, by the works of Christ. Okay? Right. Um, how about First um, Timothy 1.16? How be it for, the, for this cause I obtained mercy, that in me first Jesus Christ might show forth all longsuffering for a pattern to them which should hereafter believe on him to life everlasting. So we're obtaining mercy. Mm-hmm. It, Paul basically in that was saying, yeah, um, a little phrase that elementary kids always say, I would if I could, but I can't, so I won't. Mm-hmm. Paul basically is saying, I, I do struggle with this. He's acknowledging it. Yeah. Um, and that's actually a good starting point for any new Christian. Um, you're starting to recognize sin. You're starting to recognize, wait a minute, I just, I just lost my temper, you know, and I feel bad about it. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and, and, we talked, have a, and, and we have a desire to correct it. You know? Yeah, and, and Christ is always there to forgive. Not that you've lost your salvation. You're not thrown out. Christ is there to forgive and to learn from that. And that's and remember, why you stay in the Word of God. Yeah, and remember that, that yeah, you're right. Uh, you need to stay in the Word of God to understand who you are and what your position is and where you stand. And, and the Word of God says there is no condemnation to us as believers. That means he doesn't condemn. When you, a lot of people think, uh, well, I've made a mistake and I've sinned and this, that, and the other, that God's standing with a hammer and going to smash him. When God looks at us, he looks, he sees Jesus Christ mm-hmm. and, and Christ alone. And, and, our, and there's no wrath that he's going to put on the body of Christ. So there's no condemnation. Now, if we, if we do some sins, we, we may pay for it here on earth through the consequences that it's come up on it. But God does not stand there and uh, beat us or whatever over those sins. Mm-hmm. So then the, the next question that I would bring up is, so to be dead to sin means we no longer need to be controlled by our sin nature? Well, we're, we're, we're circumcised by uh, the sin. The, the old man is cut off. We're not controlled by our lust, doesn't control our soul. But now the Spirit of God controls us by yeah. the Spirit. Yeah, that's right. Romans um, 6, 17 um, teaches us that, let's see, I'll go ahead and read that. But God, to be thanked that ye were the servants of sin, but ye have obeyed from the heart that from the of doctrine which was delivered, which you have been delivered from. So it that you were used to be slaves to sin, and now you've come to obey from your heart the pattern of the teaching that you came from the allegiance. Basically, your allegiance and your natural self was sin. Mm-hmm. But you've come from that to obedience in Christ. 
and, and we're not out, and we're not dominated by it. Yeah, and it's out of love. It, it's it's love, knowing the love of Christ for us, and what He's done for us. We we have no other desire other than to to serve Him. And and be obedient to his word, and to his desires. And it brings us to the Holy Spirit. What mm-hmm. what's the um, empowerment of the Holy Spirit in in this? Yeah, the Holy Spirit uh, is in co- in concert with our spirit, and we understand we. That's why we need to under to read and study and rightly divide the word of truth. Uh, understanding sound doctrine, so so that feeds us, feeds us, and it cleans out all the trash, and, and gives us good things to think about, good things to understand, knowing who we are in Christ, what our future is, what our position is, what our responsibilities are, and 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 the ultimately is we're to have a mind of Christ. Right. The psalmist even said that. I will hide God's word in my heart that I may not sin against him. And I don't have that in my mind right now where that came, what psalm it came from. But David even acknowledged that I'm going to hide God's word in my heart. I'm going to keep it fresh because you have to renew your mind. You have to renew your spirit. Yeah, daily. You have to. Mm-hmm. It's, not something you, it's not something you just read. It's something you study and understand, try to understand it. And the Holy Spirit will give you that understanding. So we can live dead to sin as we follow Christ because we do know that our Lord will one day remove the curse of sin altogether. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we'll realize it at the rapture. We'll realize that, that we no longer have that. It's gone. We're a brand new creation. And with that, um, we will um, go to break. And when we come back, uh, we're going to go back um, to Romans 6. Uh, so, Pam, thanks for bringing that question. That was mm-hmm. a very good in-depth question. Uh, so, hopefully that helped um, some people out. Um, so, we'll be right back. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. 14th Street Ministries is a listener-supported ministry. Your donations are most appreciated. You can make donations on our website at 14thstreetministries.com. Our goal is to preach the gospel to a lost and dying world. Our message is to lift the believer, teaching sound doctrine by rightly dividing the word of truth. We are a grace ministry. You can reach out to us by calling 314-243-3779 or by contacting us on the web at 14thstreetministries.com or follow our Facebook page. Look for 14th Street Online Bible Study. Are you looking for life's answers? How about the meaning of true self? Can you really be a better person overnight? Well, good luck with that. Now, if you really want to know more about this insane world and life we lead, tune into Dr. Gary Bell's Absurd Psychology. You'll learn about how the brain operates under different psychological conditions. Some common sense. Heck, you might just actually learn something. Listen Tuesdays at 11 a.m. Pacific, 2 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Empowerment. 
Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for the keywords Voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our timeline. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for Voice America. You are listening to the radio program, Why Paul? If you'd like to participate in today's program, call in to 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. Or send an email to michaelrmix at 14thstreetministries.com. Now, back to Why Paul? And welcome back. We're continuing um, back with Romans 6, and I'm your host, Michelle Mix. I'm your host, uh, Michael Mix. And I'm your host, Pam Lampton. And we're back to Romans 6, and what the title of it that was is Deliverance from the Power of Indwelling Sin by Union with Christ in Death and Resurrection. Mm-hmm. A deliverance from uh, sin through death and by the Spirit. In Romans um, 6, 14 through 19, For sin shall not have dominion over you, for you are not under the law, but under grace. And, and of course, you can't mix law and grace. Keep saying it. You can't mix law and grace. They're two separate things that don't go together. They're opposite. What then? Shall we sin because we are not under the law, but under grace? God forbid. A lot of times people will say, well, you're in a grace movement and... Um, so you can go out and, and you have this liberty and freedom and whatever, and you can go out and do anything you want because you're under grace. Well, God's saying, for, I forbid that. That's absolutely wrong, you know. Know ye not that to him ye yield yourselves servants to obey, his servant ye are whom ye obey, whether of sin unto death or obedience unto righteousness. So what would you choose? Would you, would you choose Sin under death, would you choose death or life, you know? Mm-hmm. But God be thanked that ye were the servants of sin, you used to be, but ye have obeyed from the heart that form of doctrine which was delivered to you. This doctrine, that it's so important to understand sound doctrine. In Romans six eighteen and 19. Being that made free from sin, you're free from sin, that's what the word says, ye become the servants of righteousness. We, we volunteer, we're servants of right, not made to do it, but we're servants because of love. Mm-hmm. I speak after the manner of men because of the infirmities of your flesh, for as ye have yielded your members servants to uncleanliness and to iniquities unto iniquities. Even so now, your members, servants of righteousness unto holiness. In other words, you're set apart. Holiness is set apart. Mm-hmm. Okay. And did, uh, let's see, I think we had a verse, um, a verse. Did we have Romans 8-2? Pam, did you have that? Um. I think it's Isaiah 53-11. 
Okay. Uh, so he shall see of the travail of his soul and shall be satisfied. By his knowledge shall my righteousness servant justify many, for he shall bear their iniquities. Okay, Christ died on the cross. He bore the sins of the entire world, the sins and the pen- uh, penalties, and was taken them from the world, taken from mankind. He paid the price. It was absolutely perfect for salvation. So um, Isaiah 53 was actually um, basically prophesying about Christ. It's talking about Christ in Isaiah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, and the Jews should have known that. They, they study the Word of God. But mm-hmm. they should have known. They, they should have recognized their Messiah. Yeah. In Romans uh, 6, um, 20 through 22, For when we were, were the servants of sin, ye were free from righteousness. What fruit had you then in those things whereof ye are now ashamed? And we can look back over our lives in the sin in our lives. We were definitely ashamed of those things. Of, the, of those sins and by choice or whatever that we committed. For the end of those things is death. That's the law. The law says you, you sin, you die. But now being made free from sin and become servants of God, you have your fruit unto holiness and the end everlasting life. That is the promise. We've, we've made a choice for life, and now we were promised eternal life. Um, yeah, we, go ahead. Go ahead. Do you have any related verses to that? Um, yes, Galatians 3. O foolish Galatians, who, hath betwi- who have bewitched you, that ye should not obey the truth, before whose eyes Jesus Christ hath been evidently set forth, crucified among you. This only, what I learn of you, received ye the Spirit by the works of the law, or by the hearing of faith. Are ye so foolish, having begun in the Spirit, are ye now made perfect by the flesh? Remember, the Galatians uh, were taught sound doctrine by, by Paul. They were ta- taught sound doctrine, and they let the Judaizers come in and add works to that. So they, were, they had the freedom of grace, and then the Judaizers came in, and they and they put works with the grace, and you can't do that. And, of course, Paul's correcting them on this. Okay. Yeah, he's writing to um, the Church of Galatia. Yeah, and and Galatia is several churches. Mm -hmm. It's not just one church. It's several churches. Right, the the body of believers. Yes. Um, Galatians 3, 4. Have you suffered so many things in vain, If, if it be in vain? He therefore that ministereth to you the Spirit and worketh miracles among you, doth he by the works of the law or by hearing of faith? Even Abraham believed God, and it was accounted unto him for righteousness. Know ye therefore that they which are faith, the same were the children of Abraham. And the scripture, foreseeing that God would justify the heathen through faith, preached before the gospel unto Abraham, saying, In thee shall all nations be blessed. 
And then if we continue um, 9 through 14, uh, so then they which be of faith are blessed with faithful Abraham. For as many are for as many as are of the works of the law are under the curse. For it is written, Cursed is every one that continueth not in all things which are written in the book of the law to do them. Um, remember, Abraham believed God and it was accounted to him as faith. And he's the father of the Jewish nation, the Hebrews, Israel. But he's also the father of the body of Christ because of faith and faith alone. So that's why we can sing, Father Abraham and many sons and many sons had Father Abraham. Abraham. So that's how we become children of Abraham. Okay. But that no man is justified by the law in the sight of God. It is evident for the just shall live by faith. And the law is not of faith. But the man that doeth them shall live in them. Christ hath redeemed us from the curse of the law, being made a curse for us. For it is written, Cursed is every one that hangeth on a tree. That the blessing of Abraham might come on the Gentiles through Jesus Christ, that we might receive the promise of the Spirit through faith. Remember, salvation, salvation came comes through Abraham. Israel's salvation started with Abraham. The body of Christ started with Abraham. Yeah, that was um, interesting. In verse 13, Christ hath redeemed us from the curse of the law, being made a curse for us. Yes. That, that's very important. Yeah, and, um, yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. Um. Christ died, he took the curse of the law, he died for the sins of the world, and today, you actually don't go to hell for your sins, Christ died for those sins, you go to hell, if, if, if an unbeliever goes to hell, it's because of, of his unbelief, mm-hmm. that was Israel's yeah. problem, their unbelief, that's the problem today with, with the world, is their unbelief, and of course, if they go into eternity with unbelief, they will pay for those sins. So they will be judged on their sins. Because they didn't receive the grace. Yeah, be- yeah, right, because they didn't receive what Christ had already done for them. Mm-hmm. How about Roman, or I'm not, Galatians, I mean, I'm sorry. Um, chapter 3, 15 through 18. Okay, we'll forgive you. <laughs> <laughs> Brethren, I speak after the manner of men. Though it be but a man's covenant, but if ye be confirmed, no man disannulleth or addeth thereto. Yes. So he's talking about what covenant there? Man's covenant. Mm -hmm. Now to Abraham and his seed were the promises made. He saith not, and to the seeds as of many, but as of one, and to thy seed, which is Christ. And this I say that the covenant that was confirmed before God in Christ, the law, which was 430 years after, cannot disannul that it should make the promise none effect. 
Yeah, saying saying there that the um, uh, Abraham's faith and faith alone was 400 years before the law was given to Israel through Moses, and that law d- doesn't change the covenant. The law just shows Israel their sin. And 18, for if the inheritance be of the law, it is no more of promise, but God gave it to Abraham by promise. And that promise is eternal life. Mm -hmm. Uh, And then if you were going through 19 through 23, it says, wherefore then serveth the law? It was added because of transgressions, till the seed should come to whom the promise was made, and it was ordained by angels in the hand of a mediator. So we know that, um, you know, uh, our mediator is, um, but God is our mediator. Um, And, you know, as we close out this year, um, and, you know, we'll be able to um, uh, meet everybody here in in this um, radio show next year, uh, next week. And so as we close out this year, uh, Dad, what would your final thoughts um, on this free gift of grace that we should give and leave with everybody? Um, for the wages of sin is death. Remember this, the wage of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ, our Lord. If, if, you, if, a, if, we will, if we understand that we're sinners and we're looking for a Savior, if it's so simple, if we believe that Jesus Christ is the Son of God, He shed His blood on the cross, He was buried, and He rose again in victory over sin and death and sits at the right hand of God, immediately, you, if you believe that in your heart, immediately you become children of God and you have eternal life. And, and the reason we're on here is to give that good news out. Yeah, to a so, lost and dying world. And if that's the, the last thing that we um, give this year, um, we're, we're giving you the information on how to accept that free gift. And we just have to believe and have do that we, faith. Do, do we have some topics that we're going to do next uh, Tuesday? Yeah. Uh, the, um, uh, what were, yeah, what are those topics? Deliverance. For, uh, Pam, do you want to read those for us? Um, deliverance from the power of indwelling sin mm-hmm. by union with Christ in death and resurrection. So the topics are um, Christ, um, the object of believer's faith, desire, and expectations. Um, we'll go over the warning to the Judaizers, warning against trusting in legal righteousness, um, Christ's object of the faith, believer's faith and a righteousness through Christ. Um Christ, the object of the believer's desire for fellowship and desire, um, knowing the fellowship through the resurrection power of Christ. Mm-hmm. And we want to thank thank all of our listeners that have listened to us this year. And we um, hope to see you all back next year. And so, Happy New Year. Yeah, Happy New Year. And thank you for listening. Now, 
have been listening to Why Paul. Visit us on the web at 14thstreetministries.com and please join Michael R. Mix and Michelle Mix again next Tuesday at 4 p.m. Pacific Time and 7 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel for more thoughts and wisdom. Also, be sure to tell everyone about our program. Yeah.